Welcome into this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. It's your favorite local podcast host and retirement advisor, Zach Espericueta. With the changes to the original podcast and rebrand in May of 2021, the current events and interview follow-up segments were taken out of these archived episodes for easier accessibility to the interview itself. Most new listeners just want to hear the interview anyway. Keep that in mind if you hear any references made to other segments or when you hear some of the old podcast music. I really hope you enjoy this interview. Be sure to give the podcast a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and a follow on social media at SA Pod Network. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, guys, to the SA Talk Podcast. And we have a special episode this week for you guys. We're actually going to be creating a little bit of a series of episodes going forward that we'll upload for you guys every once in a while, where we kind of explore a little bit more about what we do as your host. So Amanda, being a local realtor, and myself, being an independent financial advisor, we'll talk a little bit about what we do and what makes us different and maybe answer any questions you as the listeners have. So today we're going to be focusing on Amanda and what she does, why she got into it and, and really what sets her apart. So Amanda, little different episode set up this week, but what got you into real estate? Yes. So, you know, this isn't um, the exact career path that I that I dreamed that I would be, you know, much like yourself, Zach, I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. Um, and, and being, being the daughter of a, of an educator, you know, I want to do something where I was helping people. My parents always taught me to serve. And so when I was kind of figuring out what I want to do after college, my mom not only was a teacher, but she was also did interior design. And so I grew up going to houses with her, looking at the different houses, um, you know, saying we put this here and that, that there. And so I just have always had this love for homes and I love helping people. So I decided, you know, I'm going to take my tests, got my license and I have been doing ever since we're coming up to five years now. And um, I couldn't be happier. You mentioned helping people, but I mean, what exactly are you helping them do? Yeah, so there are so many different facets to real estate. There is the buying side, the selling side, new construction, renting, investing. Um, so really, there's a lot of different sides where I'm helping people. Uh, my my specialty and where what I primarily do is the buying, selling, and um, I have a specialty in new construction. You know, I, I could talk about, I could talk for days about what I do to help people, but I think to reach the widest audience, a lot of people and probably a lot of our listeners might be maybe wanting to buy a home and they don't really know what that entails. So today I was kind of thinking that I would go in and talk about that process and um, everything steps A to Z of the home buying process. And I think people our age, especially like myself, you know, in the next couple of years, I'll be looking for a home. And, and typically we kind of don't know where to start. I mean, it's funny. We, we usually just go on Zillow or we just look up homes or we maybe drive by and see a homes for sale and, and maybe call the person on there. But what is, what's the benefit of using a realtor and how do they find you? It's so that you're talking with a real person. If you just go look at houses on Zillow um, you know, if we use open door or something like that, you're, you don't have a set person representing you. So that's one of the main things that, that a realtor does is we represent your best interests at all times. So during all negotiations, I'm representing your best interests. If you need um, to find a loan officer, an insurance agent, 
whatever outside party we need to bring in, I will have recommendations for you. So you're not just blindly picking someone off the internet, um, educating you. So you're not going to get the education aspect. I want all of my clients to lead the transaction, the most educated home buyer or home seller possible. You know, I want you to almost be able to do it by yourself because I've educated you so well. That's where I feel like I've done my job and just communicate with you. So a lot of people don't know the process and that's fine. You're not supposed to, it's not your job. You're not supposed to know the process. So updating you, um, the contract has a lot of deadlines in it and you don't want to miss those deadlines. So by having a realtor, I'll make sure that we keep you on track. All your vendors are going to be reputable vendors. You're educated and you just have someone to talk to. If you if you're nervous and, and you just need to talk, have someone walk you through it, I'm there to do that. If you're using an online service, you're not going to get that that personable, you know, face-to-face interaction that a lot of people need. You know, a, a lot of things are going into the digital aspect nowadays, which is fine. I love technology. I love that we are going in that direction. But it's still nice to be able to talk to someone and be able to ask questions and, you know, if, if, explain the process. And so I think using a realtor, you really, um, you really get that benefit. And so as far as finding me, I'm everywhere. Um, every social media I'm going to be on, I have my own website. It's amandagrowthuse.com. And, you know, I'm out and about in the community. One of the great things about real estate is a lot of my job consists of just going out and meeting people and talking to people. And so, you know, before COVID hit, of course, you know, there's, I would do seminars, I would do volunteer programs, anything like that to just get out and meet people. Now, what's stopping people from using your service? They maybe call you up and they say, hey, Amanda, you know, can you help me find a home? You're an expert. But then they find the home and they try to negotiate on their own. What's stopping them from just using your service and your knowledge and your resources, but then not kind of cutting you in? Well, so we do have for for different sides, um, like since we're just talking about the buyer side right now, there is what's called a buyer representation agreement. And so that pretty much outlines that um, when you sign it, you're going to use my services and it will be throughout the duration of the home buying process. But really, um, it wouldn't benefit people to do it that way because the just writing up the contract is just one little baby step throughout the whole process. And so if you try to negotiate, you know, on your own, then what happens when you don't know how to read a title commitment? So the title commitment comes in. You don't know what to do there. What if it's an HOA community? How do you order the HOA transfer documents? How do you know how much those cost? Um, let's, I mean, there's just so many different parts of the transaction that, that you wouldn't know if you try to do it on your own. So the way I look at it though, Zach, is if, if I'm not a good fit for someone, I completely understand that. I'm not going to force someone to work with me. I want them to enjoy the process. And quite frankly, I would like to enjoy the process. So if I'm not the right personality fit for someone, I know incredible agents here in San Antonio that I, I have no problem referring them to. Because again, I'm here to help people. I'm, I'm here to, you know, there's that saying, serve, don't sell. I'm not here to sell you anything. And I'm not here to sell you on myself if I'm not the right person. You know, as far as free advice goes, right? Because everyone wants something for free. Everyone wants some kind of free advice. Do people ever just look up homes on Zillow or Open Door and then reach out to you and say, hey, Amanda, what do you think? Can you help me with this? 
all the time. Um, you know, people, some people just love looking at houses and they just want to go look at houses with zero intention of purchasing it. Um, and some agents will be out there willy nilly showing houses and that's fine. That's not how I conduct my business. Uh, before I work with a buyer, one will sit down and kind of talk about your needs. We'll go over your, your um, whys or your wants and turn them into whys. Um, but we'll also meet with a loan officer. So in order to buy a home, you first need to get a pre-approval. And so if you're not serious about sitting down and getting a pre-approval, and that is running a, a full credit check, um, turning in all your financial paperwork to the loan officer, everything like that. If you are not in a place where you're going to do that, then you're probably not a serious buyer. And I'm not going to go out there and give you advice and um, show you homes and stuff like that. Now, when I say I'm not going to give you advice, I will. I will. If you're not in a position to buy, that's fine. I will work with you the entire time, but I'm not just going to sit there and show houses when, when it's not necessary. And let me stop you there. So not everyone has best credit. Some people have less than favorable credit scores. So in that case, what, I mean, what do you do? How do you work with that client? You know, and that's perfectly fine. A lot of people know they want to buy a house. Um, but they don't really know what credit it takes um, or, you know, what their debt to income ratio needs to be, anything like that. So that's where we sit down with a loan officer. And there are credit repair companies um, you can pay money to and repair it. But first step, sit down with a loan officer, sit down with your realtor and let's make a financial plan for you. So I'm not a, I'm not a financial advisor. We're not credit repair agencies. Um, but the loan officer can look in detail at your finances and sit down and make a plan. Say you need to pay off 20,000 credit card debt. You know, we can sit down and make a plan for you that's a doable plan and kind of give you a time frame, hey, if you pay this each month, then you'll you'll be able to buy a house in 6 months or whatever the time frame is. So loan officers really um, they can wear a lot of different hats and they can kind of put that plan together for you. And myself as the realtor, I, I'm here to help you and to guide you. So I'll check in. I'm not going to, you know, ask very many personal questions, but say, hey, are you sticking to that plan we put together? Great. I'll check in next month. You're doing awesome. Keep going. You know, in the meantime, let's let's talk more about the buying process. Let's kind of talk more about your wants and your whys and, you know, look at some maybe potential houses. Um, so we kind of do it that way. So if someone doesn't have the best credit, then we can work with you. We'll get you to where you need to be. Doesn't matter how long it takes. I always say I want to be your realtor for life. You might want to buy today. You might want to buy in six years. That's fine. I'm going to be here every step of the way. When it comes to helping them find the house, I mean, what are some questions you run through with them? What are you asking from them to provide you as far as the perfect home for them? There's different styles of home. Do you want a pool? Do you need a big backyard because of your dogs? You know, what exactly do you need? Another thing that scares people besides their credit score is having the down payment for a home. I mean, it's tough for people to save money, a, a, a lot of money, tens of thousands. I mean, how large of a down payment do people actually need or does it just depend? It really depends. Um, and, and so a lot of people, yes, they have that misconception that you need just a ton of money to be able to purchase a home. And while most of the time you will need some money um, and your loan officer can go more into detail with this, there's different types of loan and there's different type of loan programs. So you have your standard, um, you'd be surprised how little down you can put and still purchase a home. Everyone thinks, like you said earlier, everyone thinks you need to have a large sum of money when it's, 
it's not necessarily true. And some people, they may have that large sum of money, but it doesn't always make the most sense to put all of it towards the down payment. And the reason I say that, speaking from the financial advisor side, is because once you let go of that large down payment, sure, you get rid of that private uh, mortgage insurance, or you might lower your payment a little bit, possibly, but you just lost control of that large sum of money. So whether it be 15,000, 20,000, 25, or even more, you just lost. I mean, that's money that you could have invested maybe in retirement or to meet your goals. And everyone's situation is different. You as a financial advisor are definitely going to have a different perspective on things. Um, And that's why we sit down with each individual person and figure out what's best for them. Because a lot of people, all you think about is down payment, right? When you're like, okay, I need to buy a house. I've saved for my down payment. Well, there's a lot of other costs that you're going to have to pay for before you even purchase your home. So um, right off the bat, you will have option fee money and earnest fee money. So within the first 48 hours of contract, 48, 72 hours of contract, you have to put down your option fee, which is typically $100, and then your earnest money, which is typically 1% of the contract price. Um, you're also going to have to pay for an inspector. Well, you don't have to. We advise that you pay for an inspector, and that will be probably between $300 and $600. And then you're going to have to pay for an appraisal. Um, and that can that can vary widely depending on the market. Um, and so those are upfront costs that you're going to have to have before you even put that down payment on. So you're exactly right, Zach. If If all you have is that 20%, don't put it down, put down 15, put down 10, put down the, the minimum. That's fine. Um, you know, we'll go through all of the different, your loan officer will go through all of the different scenarios with you to see, okay, if you put this amount down, this is what your payment will be. If you put this down, you know, this is what your other payment will be. And you also have to remember that here we have property taxes. Um, you know, that's going to be another factor that will factor into your, your payment. So if you're putting 20% down, you can pay that separately. If not, that's going to be wrapped into your monthly mortgage payment. So there's just, there's a lot of factors on the financial side. Um, and, and that's why it's good. You know, work with your financial advisor, work with your realtor, look, work with your loan officer. We're all going to work together to make sure the payment side of it is taken care of. And I think that's a big hurdle for people. You're right. So it's, it's good that we are going in detail on that. Once you find the perfect home and and the buyers are are happy with it, they're like, Amanda, that's the home of our dreams. That's the home we want. We love it. We love what you're showing. What's the next step? I mean, are you negotiating? So sometimes this is what I picture, right? You're you're maybe negotiating with uh, a, a home builder or you could be negotiating with another realtor or you're negotiating with people who are just selling their homes. So, I mean, who are you negotiating with and do you negotiate? That you are absolutely correct. It depends on um, what type of home you're buying. If you're buying for sale by owner, we're of course negotiating with the direct owner. Um, just a house for sale on the MLS, you're we are negotiating with a realtor or you know the builder's representation or the builder rep. It, it does vary, and you are negotiating. So everything in a contract that where there's a blank is negotiable. So your price, um, your earnest money, your option fee. Um, your home warranty. So it's very standard for a seller to pay for the first year of home warranty. Um, who pays for the title insurance premium? You know, there's so many different places on contract to negotiate. And so a lot of people think, I just want the best offer for myself. 
the the least I can pay and the more favorable it is for me, the better. But what my job is, is to kind of take a step back. I'm that third party person. And I'm like, hey, do you love this house? If we walk away from this house today, will you be upset if someone else buys it? If yes, then we need to craft your offer a little better. We need to make that offer favorable for everyone, you know, and there's different things that you can do to make it more, more favorable for that seller. We can reduce the amount of closing time so we can craft the offer to make it favorable for both sides of the party. And that way you can get your offer accepted. If that is just the perfect home that you have to have. Um, And that's another benefit of using a realtor. You know, you might not know how to craft that offer. I've worked with tons of buyers and sellers and I know what makes a seller accept an offer, you know, I can kind of write that offer up for you to make sure that we don't lose out on your dream home. What has changed since, since COVID, you know, really hit and, and it's affected the way we interact with other people that are outside of our family. How has COVID changed your business and the way you conduct business? So real estate was deemed an essential business. So we never actually had to stop um, practicing real estate, but we did change just to be safer. So um, we wear masks at all time. We sanitize. As a realtor, we offer either walk video walkthroughs so the client doesn't have to be there or we only let um, a certain amount of people in. So so as far as, you know, we used to let anyone and everyone into the showings. If you want to bring your great aunt Paul, Paula with you, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm more than happy to show whoever you want. But now with COVID, we've just kind of reduced the amount of people and this isn't a standard by any means you know, this is just what I've been doing in my personal business. And then open houses, we've been allowing one party in at a time. We sanitize, we wear masks. Um, and in a lot of things in real estate, we can kind of do virtually, you know, I sold a house during this pandemic. I never once stepped foot in the house. I never once shook anyone's hand. We did everything remotely. Um, I met with them at a zoom Zoom conference. I got my photographer in there, got my stager in there, and we put it on the market. Again, everything was done remotely or electronically. Our our industry is really set up well to where we can adapt. Um, that's what we do every day, and we have the ability to do things remotely. Now, as far as buyers, you know, of course, you want to go and see the home. Um, the way I've been doing it is I just do all virtual showings until you say, hey, these are my top three. These are the ones I have to see in person. And then we go in person. Um, and that's that's not an issue with me. I think, you know, again, we just practice safety precautions. As far as affecting my business, you know, it, it has because and much like your business, we are in the people business. So open houses were reduced. Um, buyer seminars were reduced. I used to bring breakfast to teachers. Well, of course, teachers weren't in school anymore. So there were definitely, there's definitely things that I haven't been able to do because again, I'm very people oriented. My business is people oriented and I can't get out there with the people as much. Um, but again, you, you grow and you adapt and everyone's kind of learning um, different ways. And so, you know, like this podcast, we're getting our name out there. We're not meeting with people, but, but you, you just learn. Um, and I think you've kind of done the same with your business. I think everyone's kind of done the same with, with their respective businesses is you just keep plugging along, you keep going. And, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate that a lot of my business, probably 90% of my business comes from referrals or past clients. Um, and so, 
as far as prospecting and stuff like that, I really haven't had to. My business, my business has stayed steady just from my amazing clients referring me um, their clients or, you know, selling a house and moving somewhere else. So, you know, COVID's been an interesting time, but I haven't let it um, slow me down. And, and you just keep, you keep learning and adapting. Well, and I think we, both of us see the more positive sides of how COVID has affected us. And it has, and it has, like you said, we are in the people business. I can honestly say I miss meeting my clients in person, you know, and I would meet clients in their workplace. I would meet them at, you know, they might be a teacher. I meet them at school. I might meet them at their house. They, I, I meet them in an, in an office that I share with another colleague of mine. I, I do. I miss that. And as much as I love meeting with people over Zoom because I don't have to spend gas money or, or have what I call windshield time, I, I want to meet with these people again. So I, I'm really eager to get back to some kind of resemblance of normal and, and start meeting with these people in person again. Because like you said, it's important. It's important. It's nice to have that handshake and to have that face-to-face interaction. I can't wait to get back to that. Me neither. You know, we, we both started our businesses because we love people and we love helping people. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get back out there soon and, and meet with people and um, just help everyone. So as far as helping people, it's a great segue to my next question for you, Amanda, is what do you think makes you stand out? I truly care. And I love educating people. So I want everyone to leave as educated as humanly possible so that later on down the line, you know everything that's happening with your house. Um, I'm also going to follow up with you. Every month, I'll send you a maintenance tip so that you can make sure that your house is in tip-top shape. If you need all of my clients, I tell them, if you need a contractor six months down the line, if you need um, an HVAC, whoever you need, always call me up. Always, always, I'm here. I'm your realtor for for life, and I will always um, help you any way I can, even if it's not actually buying or selling a house. I'm here. You know, I have, I have industry connections and I would love to help. So that's, that's kind of what, what makes me different. I have a big giving heart. I love supporting people. I love um, just being of service to people. Like I said earlier, if, if I'm not the right fit for you, that's fine. I want you to be happy at the end of the day. I, I just care from the bottom of my heart and I want everyone to, um, to just succeed and, and get the, the home they want and be happy, enjoy the process. It can be kind of a stressful process. And I want to reduce that stress as much as possible. Um, you know, another thing that I pride myself on, I have taken a extensive digital marketing course and I keep maintaining that um, so that when times like this change, you know, I'm, I'm already at the forefront of the digital marketing. I already know how to do all the things to get your home in front of the most amount of people. I utilize video a ton and I'll get 25,000 views on, on your home's video. If you want to sell it, that's just invaluable in reaching the most amount of people in, in marketing your home to the max. Um, when it comes to the home buying process or even before they meet with you during the process, what are a couple of things or one big thing that, that people should know? Keep an open mind. So what you might think and might what you might see on HGTV and stuff like that might not be how the actual process goes. Um, so just come with an open mind. Be ready to learn. Be flexible with us. And just know that we're on your side. We're going to advocate for you every step of the way. So just listen to us, to trust us. Um, the number one thing that I always tell my clients is trust me. Trust that I'm doing this on your behalf. It might seem like it's not as favorable um, up front, but I promise you I'm always working my way around to make sure that 
that you get the best possible outcome, this isn't as scary as what it may seem. You know, again, what we've talked about, you don't need that huge down payment necessarily. Um, you don't need all this money up front. You don't have to go out and look at one home and buy it right away. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions. So just come in, get an open mind, trust, and um, we will have fun along the way. I can promise you that. Well, guys, that's all the time we have on today's podcast. Like I said, we plan to do this kind of series going forward. We'll have some episodes of Amanda. We'll have some episodes of myself to talk about financial advising. Before we let y'all go today, we do want to encourage you to join us by helping us grow. So we're on social media. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can find us on Facebook by searching SA Talk Podcast. And the same goes for Instagram. And find us tweeting at SA Talk Podcast on Twitter. So we want you guys to engage with us, interact with us, converse with us, tag us, use the hashtag SA Talk. We want to hear from you. Give us your ideas. Tell us what you think. And of course, we also want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in every show. And listeners, we would really appreciate it if you took the time to subscribe and drop a review for us. Um, you know, y'all are the lifeline of this podcast and it really helps us out if you could share our podcast and get the word out so um thank you so much for listening to me today hopefully i help some future home buyers out there and stay tuned for next week's episode we cannot wait to talk with you again Hey guys, it's Zach. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement. And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review, please give me a call at 210-760-0409. Thank you for listening to this archived episode of the original SA Talk podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you enjoyed this episode and are looking for more content, you'll want to hit that subscribe or follow button depending on which podcast platform you are using. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do also ask that you please give us a rate and review. That really helps the podcast grow. Lastly, if you want to keep up with the podcast, check us out on social media at SA Pod Network. Take care and Viva San Antonio.